You cold call your way into a coveted position at Vogue magazine, cool or what? Early in her career, my next guest, Ann Bennett, did just that. Today, she helps entrepreneurs get unruly and get rich. Ann's mission is to help clients learn how to make money being unapologetically you. In this episode, you'll be getting real, raw, and relevant with my special guest, Ann Bennett. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we talk about how to get off your backside and make the impact that you want in the world. I'm excited today to introduce a brand new friend of mine who I've just come to know recently, and her vibe is really cool. I love her vibe, love her energy, love her mission, and uh, that would be Ann Bennett. Ann, welcome to Off My Duff today. Thanks, Duff, for having me on the show. I'm very excited to be here. You know, I have to say, I love your jacket that you're wearing. It's, it makes, you, you kind of almost have that rock star vibe, which... I think it's pretty cool. I'm blandly dressed uh, today, but you look amazing. So well, yeah, you have a bicycle on your shirt. That's, that's kind of cool. The, yeah, I guess so. I live <laughs> in Victoria. We ride bikes a lot. I guess that's 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 what we do. Um, but yeah, so I was excited to talk to you because we met uh, in the context of people being interested in podcasting and getting on to kind of virtual stages. And so mm -hmm. you've traditionally been a speaker, and so this is a really interesting time for you, Anne. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, uh, you know, all of my speaking gigs, they weren't canceled. They were just shifted to a virtual arena. And I was fortunate enough to, you know, I teach my clients online uh, on Zoom and whatnot. So it wasn't so uh, much of a shift, except for I just love to be with people. You right. know, you can't, it, you can't read a crowd on a Zoom. You just can't. And uh, so it, it's different. It's a different experience. Absolutely. So we were talking about podcasting. And so one of the things that you do, because you, you've been a speaker for many years. And I think the thing that really caught me when we were first chatting is the name of your podcast, which is kind of episodic at this point, but you called it Real, Raw, and Relevant. Yeah. I was just curious how you came up with that title, because that's awesome. Wow, you know, I, I let the universe, I mean, this might be a little woo-woo for people, but I let the universe supply me with everything that I need. So what happened was I was out to lunch with, with uh, someone I was just meeting, um, and he was a very well-known speaker. Okay. And he was talking about having a stroke and how it totally changed his life. And I've, we just so connected around 
I guess because my father had had a stroke and, you know, I just know a lot about it. And um, we both gave each other goosebumps. One of my mentors likes to call that truth bumps, which I really mm -hmm. like. And the guy was like, you know, I think you would rock this title, real, raw, and relevant. So why don't you just take it? And I was like, great, thank you. Thank you. And so that's how it came about. And it's really, to me, it's what I'm about. Being real, being authentic, telling the truth, allowing myself to be vulnerable, make mistakes, not be perfect, and, um, and be relevant with people. You know, really ha have a topic or whatever you're talking about is something that people actually care about that matters. Right, right. Um, and, and your expertise is branding. I mean, one of your talks is brand brilliantly, which I love. Um, but I'm, I'm curious how you got into what you do. And, and we had a conversation about being a rebel, which I love. And I think you said something like, if I'm not supposed to do it, I, I, you, I'll let you say it. Because I, I could totally relate to that. So tell me about this idea of being a rebel. <laughs> being a rebel. Well, I guess it, when we were talking, I was saying, yeah, if, if um, somebody says you can't do it that way or not, that's not how it's done, that's right. going to be straight where I go. I go exactly. straight to the thing that watch <laughs> me do what it is. If I decide that's what I want to want, you know, I'll just go after it in, in whatever way. You know, I, I, I like to say I've never followed the rules. I never have and I never will. Nice. Because it's all about creating your life. Sure. Um, and having your own ideas and, and values about what that should look like. Sure. And not letting other people's opinions or uh, how it's been done before or, or any of that uh, keep you from doing what you really want to do. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I, and, and I think you were talking to me before about uh, like where you came from. One of the things you've been is kind of that Vogue it girl, which is super interesting. Mm. So tell me how this idea of a rebel came about. Or if, I mean, it's always been with you, but how did that serve you when you were just starting on your journey? Well, I think um, I started to look at, and when I really started tapping into my rebel, actually I was in high school. Oh, really? Okay. Because I used to, I used to, I wanted to be an artist originally. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to show at the, at, at the Whitney and the Met and, and be, you know, teaching and, and showing all over the world, things like that. And, um, so I used to go to my teachers and say, hey, you know, I'm already getting a B in your class. So just so you know, I'm going to be over in the art room, <laughs> you know, or the English class. I never, my friends were like in honors English and I was smart, but I had dyslexia. So I couldn't really write, which is ironic because now I write things, you know, sure. <laughs> I'm now a writer, right. um, but so I used to go in English class and go, I don't want to read those books. You know, whatever people are reading catch 22 and, and all that stuff. I was like, you know, I'm going to read Siddhartha. I'm interested in on Walden pond. Uh, I want to read some Emerson. I was doing all this other stuff and I would just give him my book list. Right. right. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's followed me uh, my entire life really. Like I was telling you, working at Vogue magazine was a coup, completely. 
I had no fashion in my portfolio. I didn't know anything really other than New York street fashion. Right. But I didn't know much about, about the, the high end fashion world. And um, yeah, I ended up working there and it was my, the funnest job I ever had. Loved it. You know, I, what I, what I love about the fact that you did had that experience in life um, cause that was, that was when approximately sometime in the eighties, correct? Or was it? Uh, I worked at Vogue at, at the end of the nineties into oh, okay. the, yeah, into about 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's really recent. Yeah. Cause I think that, um, what that kind of stuff teaches you is how, like, you know, one of the skills that people need to learn today online is how to be unique, how to stand out, how to mm-hmm. kind of represent yourself in a way that's interesting, that people are leaning in. And I, so I think that kind of experience that you've had is really relevant today. Yeah, I think the whole idea and what, what I teach my clients too is like what we look at what is it about you that makes you fascinating to other people? Mm-hmm. Because we can't see our own eyebrows, so we don't know. I mean, honestly, I work with other branding people. They help me design and, and it's, I call it illuminate, translate and magnify what's already there, but you need to make it bigger because with, you know, 2 billion websites and all these marketing messages, you've got to stand out and be unique and be interesting to the people that are actually uh, looking for you. Yeah, want to be with you. And some of the bigger brands have started to take that on. If you, you probably noticed in on the television commercials and, and uh, I think it was progressive. I was watching the other day and they were like on a zoom call. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were just taking what we're all dealing with and they made it an ad for their, their company. Right. So everyone is storytelling, essentially. Storytelling is the new marketing. Right. That's a really good point. So tell me more about what you think about that. That's, that's, I agree with you 100%. Storytelling is the new marketing. Yeah, it's not, um, you know, the old school marketing was I have, I have something and you should buy it, right? Let me, let, me, let me really go at it like you should buy this, you should buy this. Storytelling right. takes all of that away, essentially, and you start telling a story that people can relate to. Right. And they connect with you. And then they're like, wow, you know, I would like some of that for myself. Or I would like, I love that energy. A lot of times people say to me, I love your energy. I love the fact you're a rebel. I have an inner rebel. I might not look like an outer rock star right now, but I have that desire right. to, to do that. And I think storytelling is the way to bring people to you. Yeah, I think this is a hugely important topic because I, you know, I notice a lot of people in our industry uh, are stuck in that concept of sameness, you know, like there, there's something holding them back from standing out, when, mm-hmm. but that's actually the, the game you're stepping into. As soon as you step into being an entrepreneur these days, if you're providing some combination of services, um, what have you, then, you know, you have to realize that when you're putting yourself out there, whatever it is that you do, there's a whole bunch of other people doing the exact same thing. And so people are mentally lining you up and saying, okay, mm-hmm. who's the most interesting one? Who do I want to follow? 
and you know, you, you get there by being unique and interesting. So yeah, and I think the pitfall for a lot of people is um, I call it putting lipstick on a pig. <laughs> I shouldn't get you in the middle of taking a sip of coffee, but um, people think they have to be someone else, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like Lady Gaga, right? And it's like, no. I mean, that's, that's great if you're actually like that. Sure. But, but the truth of it is we're looking for connection mm -hmm. and we're looking for realness. So if you're an introvert, um, I just heard this really interesting story about Beyonce, actually. Oh, yeah. Because she's an introvert. She's yeah. kind of like me. I'm not, you know, I'm sw I swing on the pendulum quite a bit. Sure. So she made up a... Um, a persona uh, of herself that she tells herself before she goes on stage because she doesn't go on stage as Beyonce. Right. She goes on stage as this, uh, forget, it was, it was Shirley Fierce or something like that. Okay. And, um, and that's what a brand can do. That's mm -hmm. what a brand can do for you. But I think people need to understand that we all are fascinated by each other. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Quiet people are fascinating. They just don't allow themselves to shine for some reason or because they feel like everyone wants to uh, be a celebrity or something. Right. Which I, don't, I don't think people do want to be celebrities, really. I think people want to be authentically who they are sure. and, and be acknowledged for that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're just, I think that's what attracted to me to you in the first place is you're real uh, and you're also interesting. So you've got this natural uh, uh, allure um, where you kind of people lean in to what you're talking about. And um, I'm glad we're talking about this concept of being shy and standing out because I think it really holds a lot of people back. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, for myself, I, I'm, I'm much more introverted. So if I'm going to a networking event, for example, I, I really have to get myself organized mentally around, okay, what am I doing? Who am I? Um, but the Beyonce story is interesting because that reminds me back when I started my career in my 20s, I was super shy and mm -hmm. I went to a, um, an optometrist and got glasses non-prescription. And it was kind of almost like putting on my superhero outfit. I would wear glasses, even though I didn't need them. It That's made great. me feel just like a different person. Right. You feel safe or you have an alter ego or, or right. there's another person in there. And I think, um, you know, there is an element of play, right. Yeah. That comes, it comes into it. The, ele the element of imagination and the element sure. of, you know, part of it is made up. So it's like, it's great that you put the glasses on and all of a sudden you're like, da, 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 da. you're like the superhero. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though, because I think a lot of us have come into this form of entrepreneurship, uh, but we're shy. And so we're always trying mm -hmm. to reconcile that. And why we're shy, there's a bunch of varied reasons for that. But yeah, I think it's a really important topic, like how you kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think shy people, I'll tell you one thing that I think about them is they're great networkers. Yeah. They're because they listen and they ask questions. And there's nothing people like to do more than talk about themselves. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, uh, 
what I, you said something earlier offline and you said this, which kind of relates back to this idea of being a rebel, being real, raw and relevant, mm-hmm. which is something that you say to yourself, which is what do I want and how do I get it? Yeah. And, and so I love that. I, I wrote that down when we were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to be clear. I mean, I've led my entire life from passion. Okay. Passion is the driving force. The idea that I want something gets me into action. Even with like, you know, we met on the podcasting thing and stuff and I was like terrified. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, and I ended up being like number two on the podcast pitch or whatever. I was laughing about it because the night before I was like, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> what have I done? I know. Yeah. It just inspired action is amazing. What it brings you in life. There's mm-hmm. all those moments in life where we're, we take ourselves out, you know, and it's just amazing it's what easy. you get. Yeah. It's easy. When you keep yourself moving, um, it's, you don't have time actually to be frightened. Right. when you let yourself move in, in, a, in an inspired or a passionate way. It's almost like magic because it appears as if you, you do have superpowers in that moment. Right. You know, you've tapped into a, a force uh, bigger than yourself, bigger than your personality that's driving life, right? It's driving everything. And right. you're just kind of, in a way being used by that. Right, right. Um, You know, there's a question that I always ask my guests around the topic of resistance, which kind of relates to what we're talking about. Um, So this is something that comes up all the time. I hear it over and over again. Uh, People will say, I really want to do this, but I just have this resistance. Mm -hmm. So when you have resistance, what do you do to push through it? Resistance is really a powerful thing. I have a, n- a number of techniques. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to push through, and sometimes I still do, make right. myself. It's like I will will myself. Yeah. And then the other side of me is like, you know what? I'm going to go swimming. Yeah. I'm just going to like take all the pressure off and come back to it in a new energy. Mm-hmm. Because resistance is... Uh, ultimately fear right there really isn't any resistance but there is a fear i don't know how to do this or what what are people going to think of me or any of those things that we all have up in our psychology who am i to do this thing and right i i don't have a college degree or whatever it is for you and um but there's a, a place if you can embrace your resistance it has a purpose there is a purpose to it it's not like your enemy so people talk about pushing through or crushing it or right and i guess i take the more um uh i don't know a more feminine approach i guess which is just to embrace and go okay i'm really resistant Hmm. i can make myself feel good and go swimming or walk around the block or hang out in my backyard for a little bit and wait for that, that resistance to pass. Right. 
I can call friend. A lot right. of times uh, if I'm trying to write something, yeah, like I had to write a four minute talk for like a big stage. Right. And I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I, don't know, I go blank. Right? right. And I was like, oh my God, I'm waiting for the creative muse to visit me. So I <laughs> creative actually, muse. Yeah. To <laughs> actually write this thing for me. Right. And it wasn't happening. So I called a friend and, um, I have some great friends that actually hold me in higher esteem than I hold myself. And that's very helpful to surround yourself with other people that see you as, you know, brilliant and, and capable and they'll just tell you, you know, and yeah. I think that's really important, especially for entrepreneurs yeah. who are basically, you know, you got to surround yourself with other superheroes yeah. If you want to be a superhero, because yeah. it's not uh, something you do by yourself. Yeah, there's a lot in there. I mean, like, I agree with you. Uh, there's a purpose to your resistance. And I also like reaching out to a friend and, and just taking yourself out and doing something different. It's very similar to what I do, you know, because it's just uh, the way I think about resistance sometimes it's like Winnie the Pooh on a log, bonking his head, going, think, 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 you know, you, right. you just got to take yourself out of that and and change your environment. And so I love, I love your suggestions. That's awesome. Yeah. Because when you relax, I mean, creativity mm -hmm. comes from space. Yeah. Like nothing. It comes from nothing essentially. So when you're full of stuff and you're pushing yourself really hard, uh, that's usually not a real creative space to be in. No, no. If, if you don't say that in your speech yet, you should say that that's a brilliant ism. Mm -hmm creativity comes from space. So I love that. Yeah. Comes um, from nothing. Yeah. So you've got a, you've got a talk that you give, which is very inspiring and it's called get unruly and get rich. How to make money by being apologetic, unapologetically you. Yeah. It pretty sums up my entire philosophy as well as how I work with my clients. Right. You know? We're looking at definitely get unruly, right? It's kind of like every entrepreneur is an unruly person. Sure. There's somebody who is, you know, they're seeing things differently than the, the other group of people that have jobs, sure. basically. And um, I think being unruly is a really great thing. It's not like, I'm not talking about like going out and hurting people or anything like that. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, unruliness is, is like, oh, behave. Right. Oh, behave. It's really like, oh, don't behave. Right. <laughs> Create something new, you know, do something that's, that's um, breaking the status quo. Right. Uh, say something or act a certain way that is, um, an expression of who you actually are because we all we all have things to contribute we all have sure. gifts and things that we can do uh, that that others don't do yeah and it's um, allowing yourself to stand out is kind of an unruly act <laughs> right yeah <laughs> I mean, I was going to ask you what your biggest insight in all your experience of business is. It sounds like there's something in the title of your speech that's there. Like if you were to pick out your biggest insight and your, your entire 
body of work of your journey, what would you say, Anne? That's such a great question. You know, really honoring yourself is such a big deal. Yeah. Like, like owning and honoring and then unleashing who you actually are Love on it. the world is to me the game that I want to play. And it's the game that I want my clients playing as well. Making an impact, you know, we're talking about impact and, yeah. and what, it, you know, what is that? Impact doesn't have to be millions of people. It doesn't have to be Gandhi, you know. It could be that you raised a, a child who is um, a, a great contribution, right? You don't know. You might be raising the next female president. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. Or the next scientist that discovers a cure for something. Right. And I think, you know, there's something I think about a lot because uh, I've had a few uh, tragedies like everybody else who lives long enough. Right. Yep. <laughs> a few setbacks. And, um, you know, after 9-11, I was in New York downtown for 9-11. And after that is when I decided to really do my business. Uh, what this business I'm in now. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, you know, on my deathbed, I want to look back and say, did I live, did I love, and did I matter at least to one person? Right. And feel that satisfaction of live, live, living a life that was big enough for who I actually am. Got it. And that's, really i mean maybe that's a little philosophical so let's just make a whole lot of money that's cool too but, you know what i'm saying it's like the impact is what is important and it's what it what it's what makes me get up on the stage like i really am an introvert and it's scary for me right to get up on the stage it's scary for me to show up um, and people are always like, oh, no, you got this. Da, da, da. You're so great. Blah, blah, blah. But inside, I have a nervous system <laughs> right. that's, going, that's going off that I need to, to ground, right? Right, right. But I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that. I think that's incredible. I didn't know that about your, your, your New York experience. So um, that makes me even more impressed. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to get to know you as a friend and get to know your business more. And I wanted to make sure to give people somewhere to go to uh, get more information about you, Anne. So uh, you've got a really uh, simple to, to know URL that people can go to. It's a bit.ly link. You guys can go and get more information about my friend, Anne Bennett. And it's been super fun to have you on the show and get to know you a bit. I loved it. Yeah, I love getting to know you better. And uh, yeah, just let's keep doing what we're doing. Sounds good. And keep being real, raw, and relevant. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Tap into your rebel. Um, I, I love the conversation with you. I feel like um, I'm going to go take a dog walk afterwards and think about that. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> So I wanted to thank all my uh, listeners to coming for coming today to this episode of Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. 
uh, where we're all about helping the little guy play the big game. And when you're out there making the impact that you want on the world, I want you to remember one thing, and that's to teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth, so that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner, see you next time, bye now.